Welcome back to Get With The Programming. I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grunler. Wolverine. I almost forgot to hit go live. No way. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why isn't our... I don't ch- even believe that. <laughs> we, the, we were playing our tunes, and I was bobbing and weaving, bobbing and weaving. Hello, everyone. And yeah. I looked down, I was like, why isn't the chat loading? And it has this message like, when you go live, the chat will upload. And I look up, and we had like 10 seconds left of our feel-good bouncing music. And I was like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> I had, Dang, to, hit, well, I had nice, to hit live. Nice, nice fix on that. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Corey, Alyssa, Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. Austin. What's up? You see you next Tuesday. It is Tuesday, by the way. That is true. If anybody knows what I just spelled out, it's Jeremy's favorite word, and he knows it makes me very uncomfortable, and he says that all the time to me at the games. And then he had his, <laughs> was it fiance <laughs> or his, uh, yeah. his partner? She, uh, he had her say it to me during the games as well, which made me even more so uncomfortable. Great. I thought it was great. Yes. Hello, everyone. Great. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our afternoon session. We had, yep. a, uh, we had an awesome uh, recording this morning with Talking Elite Fitness and Sean Woodland, which should be coming out soon, and... I got to tell you, I'll, I'll tease, but I think we figured out how to create a CrossFit Games Hall of Fame. I mean, I'm just gonna throw I that, as a teaser, you have to listen to it. the episode. Right, right, right. However. How, how, how much did you reel after that? Just like without even talking about like, we'll let everyone hear the, the, the show. But yeah, yeah. I left that show. Oh, and went right all the Corys are here. Up. And, and is Brucey here? Oh, dang. All Eric? Yeah. I oh, my gosh. Uh, like, my head was spinning on a lot. Like, all of a sudden, I just started thinking about a lot of things. Oh, like, dude. Was a lot of, like, oh, what about this? What about this? And what that. about that? What about this? this? What about that? How mm. would this work? How would that work? It was really fun. It was really fun. Yeah, we got huh. both Corys hey, here. I feel like that's been a while who, since we've had that. Yeah, who the heck's that guy? Chris Bialer? I don't, I don't know who that is. Spialler? Who is that guy? And Matt Burns, can't wait for Chase to F-bomb the buy-ins. Well, there's only one buy-in. Yeah. Don't worry. I have some feelings on that one. (laughs) I have some feelings on that one. Well, welcome to our Analyzing the Programming episode. Today, we'll be taking on the Wadapalooza online qualifier. We'll focus specifically on the individuals. One's because that's all that's really gone. The teams, I think, are coming up in a week or so. And as we look at the programming, I think we always have to establish the purpose. What was the purpose? What is the point? Before we start judging what the test really was. What's up, Bruce? Uh, The whole gang's here. Cat, Matt. Oh, this feels nice. Should be doing these more often instead of like butting up against Savon all the time in the mornings. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) But as we get into this, uh, I'm curious to see your take. We, you know, whenever we do these analyze the program, me and Bill don't share our thoughts until we come on the podcast live. So you guys get a pretty raw, <laughs> raw sense of our discussions as it comes in, and it's, uh, you know, a little. Uh, what does Stefan say? What are you guys stop talking to me? Told me Chase qualified for the elite. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, I don't know. Oh, maybe I'll lead with this. Bill, I got bad news. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. All right. I have bad news. And? Let's just say I'm having a second opinion on this bad news in a week from now. But. Oh, oh shit. I think I really messed up my shoulder. 
Yeah. Doing like what? <sighs> clean and jerks. I think clean and jerks finished what I had maybe started, I don't know, like five years ago. But yeah, like how heavy did you go? <sighs> okay. Was it was it weight or was it reps? Reps. Was it volume? Volume. <clears throat> All right, let me let me this let, I'll tell the story really quick, then we'll get into the Wadapalooza. But let this be an example of what not to do in CrossFit or any fitness or anything dealing with physical activity. Because this isn't a CrossFit thing. This is a me being stupid thing. So you remember the, um, I sent you our like Big D Capital workout? Oh, yeah. Had the uh, front rack carry with the kettlebells. The, I think it was a mile run. Yeah. Uh, and then the 20 power clean and jerks at 225. Yeah. Right. On rep eight, I was like, uh, the back of my left shoulder, I was like, ah, that one felt weird. And then rep nine, I was like, man, that really felt weird. And then rep 10, I was like, fuck, that one hurt. <laughs> and I was like, let's keep going. Let's just be <laughs> sure. Fuck 10, that hurt. Yeah. 10, that hurt. Ten. You know what? And I I'm like, we're halfway the there. If I just get out of these, I'll assess what's going on. And I did number 11, and I was like, God damn, it's getting worse. And I was like, let's try another one. (laughs) (laughs) And I did number 12, and and I was like, okay, that was definitely the worst it's felt. That hurt in the clean now. And I was like, let's try one more. And I did number 13, and I go, holy shit, I actually think – I, I, I'm, or I hurt, I'm injured now. I injured myself. Better do another one. And then I kept going. Yeah. I finished all 20. And those last seven reps, each time I was like, what are you doing? And I couldn't, I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to quit. I didn't want to scale. I figured I'd already done, whatever's done is done. I should have stopped at eight. I did all 20. And yeah, I... I went and got a MRI and I've tore my labrum and my left biceps Jeez, tendon dude. and I'm getting a second opinion on the guy that actually did my shoulder back in 2012 on the 11th. But oh, wait, he, wait, are you, are you getting a second opinion because you don't think you messed it up? No, I know it really didn't mess it up. Yeah. So like, so here, the, the disclaimer is, I fucked my shoulder up by being stupid multiple times in a row. Oh, yeah, we, we got that. Yeah, but I didn't want to be like, oh, the CrossFit fucking. I was like, no, I did. No, that's not, I that's did not this. Yeah, 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 I did this. I had, didn't have a coach there. I was just by myself in the gym, and I was too proud to stop because I really wanted to do the workout. It was so much fun, but it fucking hurt. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so, uh, yeah, I go get an MRI. And he said, "Is like your rotator cuff is okay, ish. I wouldn't do surgery." And I was like, "Cool." He's like, "However, your labrum, <laughs> not great." And what we'll have to do is we'll have to like stitch up your labrum. We'll have to cut your biceps tendon and move it. And I'm like, "God damn it! Just don't do that." But he has to because like where the tear is, it's where the bicep tendon enters. So like to repair it, they're just going to move it. It's a simple procedure, like. 
they did the same thing on my right side along with the rotator cuff. But yeah. Anyways, I'm getting a, a second opinion as opposed to like, hey, this is all I need. And I kind of want to use that guy because the guy I used 10 years ago is the best at what, it, at what he does. And I know he'll take care of me and he'll do it right. Like my right shoulder is great. It's great. Yeah. Um, my left has been bothering me for years, but from an instability, not really a pain thing. So like I've had some things like that, but uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've been holding on to that for uh, since August. Dang, dude. I know. Um, but like, here's the thing. Sleep, fine. Uh, I did 100 chest bar pull-ups yesterday. No problem. Uh, I can do kettlebell work. I can go yeah. overhead with kettlebells. Now I have to be perfect, but can't do a push-up. Can't. Cannot. Uh, Crazy. Cannot do a push-up. Cannot rack a barbell. Um, can I can do wall walks? Fine. Whoa, you can do wall walks, but you can't do a push up. Yep, yep. I uh, as long as I'm secured, I'm good. As soon as I start yeah. engaging, uh, floor press can't do, bench press can't do, dips can't do. It's really weird. That's why I know it's different than when I hurt my like my other when I hurt my other shoulder. I was like, I could do nothing. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Uh, I could still do burpees a little bit because I'm not really. But yeah, yeah. I figured I'd break wow. the news here. I say that too because, like, I know everybody gives me shit every episode for not doing Cal Sue, and I can't do it. Like, I physically cannot. Know, Even though I said I promise I do. They're talking about your labia, so I don't know what's yeah, going on yeah. about that one. Yeah, I get Good it. You, you got so. that in there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, shit, man. You know, you. I think we are very good at do as I say, not as I do. I mean, here I am. I'm a master's athlete, master's coach, trying to help masters all over the world of what kind of mobility they should be doing for whatever. And first round for me is always the warm up. Always yes. the warm up. Yes. Um, so I, I think what I think what's important is not the fact that you got hurt and it's like, hey, everybody look that I got hurt. I think everyone needs to understand that, like, there is a consequence for everything that you do. You can try to justify your way through whatever. You can justify, I don't have time or, um, you know, it's fine. I'll, I'll be okay. Or let me just see every, mm -hmm. every action. If there's a justification, there will be some sort of consequence to it. It could be a good consequence. It could be a bad consequence, but there will be something. And um, I think that we just need to be very aware that we take responsibility for whatever actions that we do. And I applaud you on taking responsibility for saying, you know what? I am the dumb one who went from eight to 13, Dude. And eight, eight to 20. <laughs> I did seven reps knowing I had a shoulder injury, like a <laughs> surgical, like I knew I was like, we've come this far. <laughs> It's already messed up. We're going to have to fix it anyway. Yeah. So. Anyways, that's my story. And it's not like, oh, what was me? It's like, learn a lesson from me. You know, it's always what we tell our athletes. You know, it's what you're talking about. But it's a bummer. Now, if, if all goes according to what I was told, I get the surgery. Did I win the workout? No, Matt, I didn't. <laughs> that's the worst part. <laughs> I, the last seven reps took a little bit of time <laughs> on one arm. Now, he said it was... You know, uh, my, my rotator cuff and biceps tendon reconstruction 12, uh, 10 years ago was six weeks in a sling, 12-week recovery, and then, like, another six months until I felt like a normal human after that. Yeah. It was, like, two weeks in the sling, four to six months, you're, you're back in action to a 
majority degree. I was like, you know, compared to what I thought it was going to be, it doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> All about perspective, uh, I guess. Uh, yeah, I it, I know why you took so long to say anything about this because you know, because I know that there were all kinds of tears in the room and all kinds of like stomping of the feet. Yeah, you're real mellow about like, yeah, you know, two weeks in the sling and then you know, four to six months, no big deal. Whatever, guys, I'm over it. It's fine. I haven't cried about this at all. <laughs> right, right. My right. wife is so pissed. <laughs> Sick, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I've got no comeback. She's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, Stefan, no, it's my weak arm. My, my dominant arm was um, the first one, which is nice because, like, you know, the only thing my wife's worried about is, like, will I be able to help around the house? <laughs> but, okay, so, like, all this shit's happening. It's like we, we bought a new house. Yeah. So our, we're closing at the end of October. We're trying to sell this house. I've got this new job. My gym's lease is up at the end of October. I'm trying to figure out if this move is going to work or not. And now I have to get shoulder surgery. And then I fucking turn 40 in November. And then happy birthday. Happy here's, birthday. Here's a knife. The duct, the duct tape just comes flying off your body. Look at that. Oh, <laughs> duct my tape gosh. And Bondo just exploding off your body. So what I'm really worried about, this is a stupid thing to be worried about, but I'm like, man, okay. I know my dream of making to the CrossFit Games when I turned 40 is all but kind of gone now. But I was like, I wonder if I, if I can get it done in November, like first week of November. Uh, you know, my wife's throwing me a birthday party and, and maybe right after that. And then by, no, you know, I'm out of the sling and three months getting into the open. I'll kind of hope for that shitty programming again and then uh it's all light and easy to do and <laughs> maybe by the quarterfinals i'll be able to make <laughs> you, you know that i'll just do something whether, where i have to get it redone November or not dude you already know i already know well, i'm signing up for the open like, the plan that you're <laughs> laughing off right now is like uh, that's pretty funny, right? I'm already going to do it. I'm already like calculating. I was like four to six months. Okay. I can, three months open. As long as there's nothing too heavy, maybe I can get through it. Uh, and then. <laughs> You're in. Uh, yeah. I'll at least sign in. up. We'll see. Anyways. That's Anyways. funny. Yeah. Well, sorry about in. that, dude. That sucks. I know you guys weren't here to listen to that story, but uh, God, if I have to read labia one more time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the good stuff. We are here to analyze the programming of the Wadapalooza online qualifier. And let's see. What we're going to do is, before we get started, is that this was, let's see, six scored events. And it qualifies the top 20 men and women to Wadapalooza that will be filtered in with the invites that they have from it. And I, I was told that... Um, they really invited everyone that made the games, then who can accept can accept, and then they have this giant elite division. But 20 from this qualify to the individual side. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the invite. I like the invites. I think that that's cool. But one of, one of the things that I always liked that, that uh, Wadapalooza always did was Everybody does the same workouts, and from the results, that's where you get your elite, your RX, your intermediate, your whatever. I mean, there right, were a lot like of you've down. seen a lot of athletes that didn't make that elite division that are now games athletes, but that mm. but that was also had 
all those big names that were in there. They didn't have like this massive invite list on top of that. So I, I'm a little bummed that they had it that way. I, I, I still think that, you know, okay, you're a games athlete. Fine. I get it. But um, you should be able to do these. You know what I mean? Like, you mean like make everybody do it? Yeah. Don't have invites? I mean, unless it's like Rogue where it's like, okay, it's all invites minus 10 spots. So you're battling for 10 spots. Or like uh, okay. Dubai would do stuff like that too. But Rogue kind of did that, right? They had invites and then yeah. they took five from their qualifier. Yeah. And I mean, and I think that that's cool because then you have people that are battling for that spot and it's it's an invite. I mean, it's an invitational. Mm -hmm. But like the Wadapalooza isn't an invitational. It's a community competition. So make the oh, entire community compete for it. You know what I mean? Like everyone else is competing. I mean, the, the, not to say that those athletes wouldn't make it in, but why not have them do it? Well, so they did Dubai this year. Everyone had to qualify. No invites. Right, right. And I don't know. I, I, I like that. I see what you're I saying. Like that. I see what you're saying. You know? What I do like that they have is that they have kind of subset divisions, which we'll see here in a second. So it's elite and rx And based yeah. off your rank of the group is where they, like, make cuts. Right. That's where they make the cut. Which I think is really cool, right? So then it's not, oh, I signed up for scaled, even though I'm an RX yeah. person or intermediate. It's like, no, based off this... 50 to 200 mark like this is our intermediate division yeah like they have no i like i like that part i, li I like it too and I, I think it just it gets it gets skewed when um when you have all the invites especially when you have invites and then you don't you don't know how many you're going to accept so do you saying. only get do you only get five or do you get you know 25 that make it into the elite division yeah I mean, granted, you go to Guadalajara and they'll have lanes of forty people, so it's like they can get a lot of people out there. You know, I wonder what the athletes the, think about that. I don't know. I, I'm sure the the high end athletes are like, okay, cool. I don't have to go through it. It's gonna, you know, it'll uproot my my training program that I'm doing. Well, but fuck please. it, like everybody, everybody is competing. Just because you're not a top five in the games athlete, or maybe you're like, I just missed going to the games. That doesn't mean that you aren't training as hard or as long or as often as these other athletes where but they, their world has to get turned upside down for this one thing. But you know, this over here, you don't have to, I, I understand the, Hey, congratulations. You're a name, you know, you're, we would just love for you to come in, but why not? I mean, make, put them all in. I get it. They're, I mean, they're warriors. Make them, make them do battle. That's fair. All right. So as we look at and analyze what's coming up is that we're analyzing this based off the purpose of the qualifier, which is to take the top 20, in this elite RX pool to go to the Wadapalooza elite division. And so what we want to see is, as there is a purpose behind this, is that this should test this group enough to decide who the top fittest in the field are via this online qualifying competition, right? We've now established the ground rules of what we're basing this off of. And just like say the open in back in the regional days, Whereas five weeks, that could be between five to six scored events, is that this is to take a thousands of people, usually tens of thousands in a region, to whittle down 30 to 60 of them to go into this competition. Let, so, me, ask, let me ask you this on the, on the purpose, because I was thinking about that too. I think a lot of these out, you know, out of the season, classically out of the season competitions, 
is a, a good time to test your fitness, to kind of see where people are, um, to see where you are, what you need to work on and what you need to show up for the beginning of the season, to have some fun, to, to line up against some big names. But if you have a big subsection of invite, of invites, should the test that you're, the way that you're vetting your people to, mm-hmm. com- to compete against Games athletes. They the if you were a games athlete, you got an automatic invite. Right. So technically now you're supposed to be one of, by our definition, one of the fittest athletes in the world. Okay. Should your test now the importance become more on the level of fitness since you are trying to put these other athletes to match up with these fit athletes that you're inviting? Or is it a completely skewed thing and those guys are kind of the the carrot for that athlete that doesn't ever get that chance to go toe to toe with those guys. Oh, you, I see. That, what you're that, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like the open. Should it be more about the fitness because you have all these invites yeah, yeah, that could possibly yeah. be there? Like, did we did we change the scale to? I see. What you're it saying. should be a fun event. To now we're talking about the fittest athletes. Yeah. Are we going to be matching them up on the right scale? That's a good question because, you know, what I related this to, which was the open days into regionals like the regional subset was a different fitness level than say going open and directly to the crossfit games like circa 2019 2020 this so since you're putting this basically in a pool of athletes that are crossfit games athletes exclusively I actually think the test should reflect the pool of athletes that you're putting them in with, which is more of a CrossFit Games caliber group. Yeah. Is that, do you feel, how do you feel? I, I, I do. And, and with the, the, and the only thing that switches that is because of the number of invites that they're giving. If they had, mm. and I, and I, and I don't remember. Last year, everyone else had, in the last handful of years, everyone else had to do the qualifier, didn't they? They didn't just get invited in, did they? I think they've had invites. But I, I, feel like the, I feel like this year, it's a bigger... I think it's a much bigger pool. Bigger, yeah, it's a bigger group than they've had in the past. Like I said, if we're only inviting the top 20, I think... I mean, like, they, they've never... I've seen articles now on this, the fact that, like, big names are missing from the qualifier. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because they're all getting invited. Um, they've never said that. I, I've never heard that big of a thing out there before. So that's what lends me to think that there are now more invitations than there are of those big name people. Which, yeah. if they're going to be invited, they're not going to. They're not going to do it. But now, because of that, I, I I lean towards okay. Now it's not just about having fun in a community. Just to see what what happens. It's kind of a bigger deal. It's the same thing like the rogue thing. When people go to rogue. They can't go to Rogue thinking they're just going to blow it off. No. Like you're lining up. You're lining up against the best of the best. Mm-hmm. So you need to be ready to do games-level battle, not, yeah. not out-of-season, I'm-not-really-in-shape battle. You know what I mean? Like, so I, 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 It's just something that as I was going through the events and seeing some of the, the landscape of it, that that made me think about that. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I wonder if now the purpose is, should be changed. I see what you're saying. Just a thought. Just a yeah. Thought. Just I don't know if I'm there. putting too much emphasis one way or the other, but I think the one thing we can both agree on, regardless of what it is testing for, or what it's like, it has to be 
a well-balanced overall test to decide which 20 you're moving on, regardless yeah. of the pool it's going into, into, whether it's a certain level or fun or whatever. Like, this has to be an appropriately well-balanced test to get these people in. Even if we take those top-end people out, yeah. if we're looking at the way they set up between elite, RX, intermediate, scaled, whatever, that that does it does get important because you are going to be drawing the lines on these, on these people. So I, you're right. I, I, I mean, I'm going to think in general that we need to have a well-balanced test. Um, but, uh, but I, I, I think I'm kind of leaning a little bit more to the, let's, let's make it be a, a, a closer test of fitness than just a fun, fun in the sun for everybody. Yeah. Plus, like you said, is like, you don't want just like 20, random good at AMRAPs people to show up in a field of CrossFit Games athletes to just like enjoy your bottom 20 places. Yeah. Like totally. we should find people that are going to actually show up and do some work when they get there. Yeah. I agree. Uh, okay. All right. Let's, you guys are so funny on the comments right now. <laughs> you guys are wilding out. All right. So let's look at these one by one. Workout number one. This is actually a repeat qualifier event from... I want to say 16 or 17. Mm. AMRAP in nine minutes, three hang power snatches, three overhead squats, 30 double unders. After each round, you'll add three reps to the barbell work. So 6, 6, 30, 9, 9, 30, 12, 12, 30. The weight is 75 and 55 for the men and the women. And when you look at this, it's, you know, that nine-minute time frame, two weightlifting movements, and a monostructural with the double unders. <clears throat> light weight, 75 and 55 is really a weight that that bar should never come down. If you're at the elite level of getting to your top 20 and you know, you've got this, uh, I actually, I, I stole this from J.R. Howell and I really liked it is when you think about barbell pulling movements, you kind of have two yeah. different ones. You have an upper body pulling and a, what I call it. He has a, a hinge pull, which I really like. Um, and I think that best describes barbell work better when we say pulling movement because you know, like you, there is a pulling from the ground, not necessarily a pulling from the upper body. So hang power snatch, I would say hinge pull. Uh, the overhead squat is the squat and the double under is your monostructural element. And as far as like an AMRAP test, like classic, right? Lightweight, yeah. high volume, ascending rep scheme. It's really, if you're super fit and got a great engine and good mobility and not double unders and conditioning, like, you're going to do well. And this is a workout which sucks to be good at. Yeah, because you can't not go fast. <laughs> you can't um, not put the bar you down. Can't, you, you can't. And and I, when you were talking about, going back to your, your uh, talking about the pulling, the hinge pull, um, I really agree with that, um, especially with heavier weights. Now, I'm not one of those guys that does the bounce very well. Like I am bounce off the leg. Like, I am terrible at that. I have I I have athletes. My brother does it really well. He's real good at bouncing. I have athletes here that they if if it's a hang clean or a hang snatch or whatever, they will bounce basically what their one rep max is right off their thighs somehow and get it up over. I I don't know how they do it, but this weight right here, I could do that. I don't even know if I would hinge at all with this weight because I would want to save my back oh, no. and, and yeah. whatever I have <laughs> at, until my hands start to get a little, yeah. a little dicey. But, um, I, but I love this. This is, 
Um, the fact that it's light forces the the tempo, and that nine minute range Ugh. is like. If, Have you done this one? If, I did this one the first time it came out. Me I don't too. What I got it was it. terrible. Um, <laughs> it was bad. It gets. It's like you're so good in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like the you're best. crushing. It. <laughs> then you look up at the clock and like it's been a minute and a half. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm on the round of 12. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I really, I love the way it's designed. I love mm-hmm. the way it's designed. So um, I think it's a great one to come back. It's a, I think it's a great test. I really um, do. And we did, we just got our lightweight stuff. Like, to me, when I look at this, I'm like, okay, you handled all your lightweight barbell cycling. Boom. Boom. Good. Yep. It's a... It's, it. it's a classic event one online qualifier where no one's ousted with weight, with skill. It still has enough, you know, overhead squats you can't fake. So you still have to have that baseline skill capacity to do an overhead squat. The double unders, right, low skill monostructural work. However, it still skill is a part of it. I, I think this is... A great one if you're going to repeat something very simple and basic for an event one. I think this is a good call. Yeah, I think this is a good call. All right, event or workout. What are these? I call these. They call them workouts. I'll call them workouts too. All right, you have training sessions. Training session. Training session number two. You have a interval five rounds, one every three minutes. You have a two minute AMRAP. Each will start with 20 bar facing burpees. And then in the time remaining, max effort or max reps, clean and jerks, and then take a one minute rest. When I, and now each round, I should add, this is a big part of it, you'll add weight. So for the elite, the men will go 95, 135, 185, 225, 275. The women will go 65, 95, good. 125, ugh. Dumb. dumb. But then 155, 185, and then totally redeem yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And so as the rounds get deeper in one through five, the weight is going to go up. Your score is the total number of clean and jerks that you do over the course of these five rounds. I'm down with this one, as, especially as a strength-tested workout in an online format when you have a couple thousand people doing the test. I love the setup. Yeah. Um, I would have brought the number of burpees down. Um, I would have meant I would have gone more like five or uh, fifteen. Well, like I was five like, left. I was like, whoa, whoa, Bill. Um, not, not, not <laughs> five. <just> five <laughs> um, because I, when I look at this, it's like, okay, I, I can appreciate the, uh, wanting to test the strength with your increase on the bar. Like I, I get that part. Yeah. But if if you blow them out with all of the conditioning, then you mm-hmm. don't get a chance to test that. So there's an element of strength here. Yeah, totally. But you're going to have guys that it's like, all right, can they do 225 twice? And it's like, are we really testing the strength? It's like, no, they're they're blown out because they just did 80 burpees. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't really test their strength. I think if we bring that down a bit to where you're gauging almost, almost um, a minute on with the with the the burpees and then a minute on the lifting so you have a minute like okay now if you really want to get that score 
you have to, I mean, you have to max out on that lift. You have to get as many of those, you know, in the lighter round. So you can't just go lighter to see, all right, well, how far into the, into the, into the heavyweights am I going to get? It's going to be cumulative. Um, and, and did they score it where it was total number of cleans? That's how they scored it, right? Yes. Ah, uh, you know what? They may have so what added if, the burpees. So what if I, okay, so. Cause like the, I, the numbers in here are like 158. Hold on. Okay, well that's probably about right. So you have a hundred burpees. They added the burpees as the reps. Cleans. Yeah, 165, 163, 162, 162. Okay. Okay. So then all of a sudden what you have to do is it it really comes down to who can move the ninety-five pound barbell or the sixty-five pound barbell, who's short and can move that the fastest. Because if I don't even get the two seventy five and you get it twice, well, I easily got six reps. Okay. On the 95 more than yes. you. Yes. Okay, so this is where I want to go. I said, I like this as a strength test, and then you finished my butt for me. <laughs> which You're is welcome. Yes, it's which is we're, we're a team. As written, when you, when, you're right. The 20 is too many. Way yeah. too many burpees. Also, you're putting way too much emphasis and priority on the lighter weights. 100%. I am probably going to hit 275 two times. Well, definitely not now. After the story, I just went on for about <laughs> 10 minutes, right? But in my prime, one or two, maybe. And those burpees by then are going to take so freaking long. You're talking like a minute 20, minute yeah. 15. And now I've got to like load up and try to hit a two, 275 clean. Or I'm just going to send round one and round two and just go batshit crazy. And those two reps I don't get at the end, who gives a shit? I got 10 more clean and jerks at 95 pounds right now. Yep. Like if you send the first two rounds, you have, that's basically all you have to do. And then just not shit all over yourself. Like the, at the 185 and 225. Yeah. Right. That 225 to 275 pound jump is absurd. For one, like <laughs> absurd, and and so yeah. you either do fifteen. I actually think about this. What do you think about this? Lessening the burpee number as the event as as rounds go on. So maybe it's like, so you want to make the ninety five pound uh, bar no. worth it? Do thirty, yeah, thirty, yeah, twenty five, twenty, fifteen, ten, yeah. Right? It's like, yeah, you want to get as many rounds, reps as you can on the clean and jerks, then you have to do 30 burpees to get there. Is it worth it? I don't know. You might well, get five he, more uh, reps, but it's like, yeah, but, you know, if I only have to do 15 and 10 on the back end, I can, uh, get, I can add up my five. They're like, there, there's some in there. I, I, okay, here's what I would do, because I think that if you look, as we go through all of the events here, this is your strength event. This so is your this strength. Is where you, yes. you have to put the emphasis on the strength piece. So what I would do instead is I would do more of a um, bring the number of the, the burpees down, but you have a set number of the cleans, whether it's oh. whether you go 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. So you can only get you can go as fast as you want, but you're only going to get 10. OK, so now what it comes down to is everyone can get 10. 10 clean and jerks at 95 pounds with 15 burpees in two minutes. Like everyone can do that. Then it gets a little closer in the 135. You still have your minute rest in between. 
then now you, I mean, you have your minute rest, you have less of a, of a cardio element to it with the burpees, but you know, you're still working the barbell cycling, but now you are going to force the people to have to get the reps in the two fifty in the two twenty five Oh, and the two seventy five, because you want to put the emphasis on the strength end. Okay. So it, that, that's, what's going to be important. It's going to be those that get the most in the top number should be the winners of this event. Not the one that gets the most at 95 pounds. Yes. So then it's not the strength. It's not a strength it's the test. exact event that we just did. It's the, with yeah. the 75 pound power. Yeah. Test. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you're saying, again, uh, so are you adding a for time, a for time element? Um, I mean, you can do it for time. I still think you could do the, uh, the, the two minute interval. So you only have two minutes of working time because that will make it to where you only have so much time on those cleans. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you, if you, you know, whittle down, if you whittle down the burpees, yeah, that will give you, I mean, make it to where you're, you're thinking, okay, you have about a minute. I say say a minute, like once you get a minute, minute fifteen of working time on the barbell. What number do you want them to get? So if if I get the ten reps, okay, fine, I get extra rest. Okay. Or whatever the number, make it twelve, whatever the number might be, but make it that same number so that now it matters. So when you get to the one eighty five, now I'm pushing to get all ten of those. I'm not okay. going to get any extra rest, and I might only get nine, but so and so got ten, and he's now resting for fifteen seconds. Now we come back in, we got a minute rest. Now I'm going to have to go faster on the burpees if I want to have extra time to get to 225 because the 225 is going to be a big separator. Yeah. Am I going to be able to get, you know, what number am I going to be able to get there? And then the same thing when you get to 275. So it's like now each one of those sets of weights matter because weights written now, the 275 doesn't mean anything. No, like and the it, 225 it, 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 doesn't mean much either. Right, right, right. But if, if you have it where it's a set number, mm. then now those two weights matter because your strength athletes will have an element where they get to showcase their strength. And in the, in yeah. the case of the test, you are able to at least show some weight. I mean, there's no other weight in this, in this qualifier. None. No. None. No. So you got to make the 275 count. I like that. Well, I think – well – Regardless of where we land, anything but this. How about that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're both. I mean, we're both talking the same. If we yeah. want to do this, it would be like, and this is how we program anyway. Is like you come up with an idea and you start whittling down the things as you go. Well, what would this scenario look like? What would this scenario look like? And that's how you. I mean, there's a lot more of condensing we could do if we were doing it. But I think making it to where the emphasis is on the upper end of the weight rather than the lower end weight in all the burpees just switch that and switching that intent that uh in um the intent yeah of that hmm. i like that i wouldn't mind seeing like a burpee weight combo for reps that you do for time each round with a minute break after it and your score is a timed element total time Total time. That's cool too. You know, whatever you want to do it, but like descending reps with the burpees and the clean and jerks. So it's like, okay, 30 bar facing burpees, 30 clean and jerks at 95 pounds. Minute rest, 25 and 25. Minute rest, 20, 20. Minute rest, 15, 15. Minute rest, 10. Or whatever. Like drop all the 
clean and jerks by five on the other side. Fuck, that's cool too. Right? That'd be really that'd be really fun. <clears throat> so I actually had oh because I don't want to do like just five burpees at the end. That seems silly, but I don't care. Well, but at that point, like where people where do they the emphasis at that point is the lift. Yeah. So it's like fine, go do your five burpees really fast, but then you have to get these the lift done. Okay, so let's say this. Twenty five burpees, bar facing burpees, twenty five clean and jerks at ninety five pounds. Rest a minute from that time, start the right. next round. Twenty, twenty, clean and jerks, one thirty five and ninety five. Rest a minute. Still going on the clock. Fifteen fifteen, one eighty five and one twenty five. Rest a minute. Ten ten, bar facing burpees, clean and jerks at two twenty five and one fifty five. Rest a minute. Five and five, and it's f- five at two seventy five and one eighty five, and then just put a put a fifteen 20. minute time cap on it. Yeah, right. And so, like, you either get a time, or you get time capped. Yep. And whatever reps you have left, those are just and your like t- seconds. Yeah, on and, top and your tiebreaker yeah. is the time it takes to finish your previous round. Yeah. Done. There. Fixed it. There. <laughs> Fixed it. But this format, yeah, you totally cut the nuts off all the strong guys. Yeah. Like the last two bars are, are irrelevant. Because even dudes like me can fake a 225-pound barbell. Yeah. I can fake a 225-pound barbell, especially if I get to do 20 bar-facing burpees before that, which is good for me. The more you can put that in there to disrupt the big guys – the more yeah. time you take away that they can advance on me. Because when I get to 95 and 135, I'm not going to put that bar down. Because I know I'm not lifting the 275 bar. And big deal. You got three reps on me, bro. Doesn't matter. I got 15 on you in the round of 95. I'm good. I get to yeah. milk that for the rest of the workout. Yep. And I know at 185, I can just be in cruise control. Yeah. Miss. Almost. I mean, it looks cool on yeah. paper. That's what I said. It looks like, good on paper. I like this format. <laughs> then Bill's like, but this is screwed up. And but. I'm like, and let me double down. And he doubled down. All right. Event three. <clears throat> we had an inadvertent workout for the little guys in workout one and two. And then, <laughs> and then comes workout number three. <laughs> Which is basically uh, 120 pulling things for time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I- I'm joking around and, and being a bit unfair with, with that joke. I love this. On a one-off. Uh, all right? Uh, I'll go the, I, totally. the, the one-off and, test. And, and just because there were people that got rhabdo in this event oh. does not mean that this event is a bad event. I do it too. It's because I haven't done pull-ups in six months. Let me just throw that I, in there. Yeah. There's a reason why people got rhabdo, but I, I, I mean, dude, I love pull-up stuff. Yes, so you do. The more pull-ups you put in there, like cool. So I, I like it too. Right. You know, I like what it is. You know, and when I look at this, okay, 600 foot shuttle run. Good. Get them tired. <laughs> Make sure you do all your numbers, get to the bar, get to the pull-ups. One or two breaks if you're elite. Yeah. Like if you want to make it to the your top 20, boom, get off the bar. Now you got to hustle, right? You have to push the shuttle runs. Yeah. Down and back, down and back, down and back, chest bar pull-ups. Not can you do them unbroken, should you, because the 20-bar muscle-ups are looming, and you've got, you're going to total up 100, 100 total pull-ups, 
right. 60-40, chin over bar, chest to bar. And then you're going to get to the hardest pulling movement you have in CrossFit, right, which is the bar muscle up at the end. Yeah. I really, really like this one. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the, the strategies that you can have in this, in this event so many literally all over the board like i'm good at pull-ups but where you can make up a ton of time is going to be on the bar muscle-ups so if i can get to where i can do the bar muscle-ups in two sets i can break up the 60 pull-ups in i i could do 15 15 15 15 15 yeah. done and i can do the chest bar 10 10 10 10 boom then i get two sets on the bar muscle-ups and i just blew by half the field Right. All the people that did 60 unbroken or 53 and then seven. You <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> yeah. Um, it, it really comes down to the bar muscle ups. If, oh. you, if you have them, that's it. Because a break, when you start breaking on the bar muscle ups, usually at this point in time of the workout, it's not necessarily by choice and they ain't quick breaks either. Right. right? <laughs> when I'm doing 60 chin over bar pull ups, shoot, I'll just do like 10 because yeah. I'm going to run fast. Guess, yeah. guess where my break time is going to be during this workout? The 60 pull-ups and the 40 chest-to-bar pull-ups. That's yeah. when I get to actually take breaks and rest a little bit. I'll make up those five seconds I broke on the 400 and 600-foot shuttle runs. But you're right. If that means I can do one or two less breaks on the bar muscle-ups, when those breaks are taking 20 to 30 seconds, when in my pull-ups it's like five. Yeah. Shake out, go yeah. back up, whoop, whoop, whoop. Breathing freely on the chest-to-bar, chin-over-bar pull-ups. Yeah. Not get to the 20 bar muscle-ups as fast as I can, and then let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and then see if your arms are still attached yeah. to your... So. Um, I, 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 honestly, for what it's written, I wouldn't change any of this. I, no. I like no, 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 no. I yeah. like it. And if you look back, regardless of what... Ha okay, so let's... Let's okay. We've we've anointed by this. itself. By we, itself, yes. I like this we've event. anointed workout three. I enjoy you. Now let's talk <laughs> about your two dipshit friends. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> event one: lightweight, high volume barbell cycling in an ascending rep scheme. Okay. Workout two should have been a test of strength, but it ended up being lightweight, high volume barbell cycling. Barbell cycling with burpees. Right? 100 pushes off the floor. Cool. I just did 120 pull-ups on the rig. I have some right. balance there, a little push-pull. Right? I have no too, not too much redundancy except when we screwed up the format for workout two. Yeah. But in perfect world scenario, this is not a bad place to balance a little bit of the test that we've gotten to so far. Not a barbell in sight. Pulling versus the pushing. Okay with it. So far. Uh, yeah. Time range is somewhere around six to seven minutes. Oh, I meant to ask you this on workout two when we look at time frame. I put the rest period in there as part of the time of the test. Yeah. Right? As like, well, I know it was 10 minutes worth of work. Work. But your rest period is part of the, like the recovery process. Like it's part of the test. So I just put that as a, a 14 minute time range. I, I, I think that's, I think that's a appropriate way to do it because the intensity that you're going to be doing because they're interval is going to be ramped up. Right. So that just kind of smears that kind of, yes, it lowers it down, but it kind of smears the blends it in a little bit. So it's still going to be 
it's, that it's, amount of time it's for work. It's part of the test. It'd be right. like if you don't, if if someone disagrees with that, then okay, any workout anyone does, then just bring a stopwatch and only time the time they work and not when they rest, and that's how long the workout right. took. Like that's your that's the argument against against that. But um, sometimes yeah. you look at that as like, oh, it was only two minutes of actual. It's like, well, no, the rest period is a part of that. All right, let's move to workout four and five. All right. Here we are again. Here we Hold are. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me, I'm just going to back away while I get the soapbox for you. I'm going to slide this up here for you. I'm not going to soapbox. Give, you, give you a little going... step stool so you can step up on top of that so you don't hurt your shoulder. You <laughs> it's all right. My shoulder is already hurt, Bill. I'm going to box jump on this motherfucker just like anybody else. All right. We come to workout four and five. Now, we already discussed that in elite competition, we no longer, in fact, any competition, <laughs> there we go, Stefan, yes. Mm-hmm. There's a couple joke shirts we need to come out with, like some artists that are way better than us. It's the Bill and Chase's Excellent Programming Adventure t-shirt. That needs to happen. And then some type of Game of Rowers soapbox thrown. Yes. All right. <laughs> so in elite competition near say maybe any competition monostructural buy-ins of a certain nature do not need to be in there anymore we have gotten past that as a community and competitive demographic we've expressed why multiple times if not go back and listen to any podcast we've ever done that had a buy-in in it <laughs> so it starts with a thousand meter buy-in the the intent to offset the worthlessness of the buy-in was to make it its own individually scored event I see the intent in here. And then it goes into the chipper of devil presses, wall walks, box jump overs, wall walks, wall ball, wall walk, box jump over, wall walk, devil press. Let's just go down. We'll start with the positive. This is a cool chipper. Yeah. This is a nasty little chipper. You got devil presses for 20 reps. Again, you have this, I would say, full range of motion hinge pull to press. With the dumbbells, would you agree that's the movement pattern that we're taxing? Yeah. yeah. And then you have the opposing movement inverted from a wall walk <clears throat> from a gymnastics perspective. And then you go to box jump overs. It's 24 and 20 inches, just a burner on the legs. Boom, boom, boom. Back to the wall walk, right? Went lower body, upper body. And then you go to 80 wall ball shots. And I'll give you guys praise. 20 pound, 10 foot. 14 pound, 10 foot. 10 foot. Nice job. Nice job. Great freaking job, guys. And then you work your way down the chipper. I love this chipper. I'm going to steal this. I'm going to program this for the class probably next week. Great freaking chipper. Absolutely love it. Now let's go back to the row buy-in. You have two different scored events. And this is where I want people to finally come along with me and realize your own hypocritical arguments against my consistent hatred for one rep max tested tests in online competition. And this is the exact example that I give every time. And now that it's here, you can all just shut the fuck up and agree with me. I feel like this is a good start. One rep, one rep maxes should not be tested in online competition when there's thousands of participants. It allows too much of the niche athletes who have no, no reason to be involved in this competition to have an effect on the top of the leaderboard. 
But I also say single modality tests by themselves should also not be singular tests or events in online competition. And nobody really got it. Nobody understood. Like, what's wrong with a clean and jerk? It's fucking CrossFit. Until, voila, a thousand meter row buy-in becomes its own single modality test and everybody loses their freaking mind and I just get to sit back and say, I told you so and just enjoy bathing in your tears of wrongness. It's great. Great. You guys, you guys get how like it completely skews the, the leaderboard, right? Let's give an example. Okay? I'm going to bring up the leaderboard. Dude. Hiller also does a great uh, thing on this. He does, yeah. Let me pull this up. For those of you who are like, what are you talking about? I still hate it. Still angry at my dad. <laughs> All right, workout number four. We'll start with the men. The fastest 1,000-meter row was by Devin Brown, and he did it in three minutes, which is incredible. That is a great test. He also got 229th in the next event. Cat plus 188, which I'm pretty sure is he didn't do the chipper. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do the chipper either after a three-minute... <laughs> right. Okay? Now, here's an example. From first, which is three minutes, we'll just go 20 seconds slower. Just 20 seconds. Here we go. I'm still scrolling. Looking for a 320. Still going. Still going. Boom. 20 seconds later. And 112 spots is Mr. Damien Santorres. Say Torres, whatever. Okay? 320. 112 spots. Mm -hmm. Now, Bill, if we were doing devil presses at the end of a workout, how long do you think that would take for 20 seconds? How, <laughs> how many reps would that take? Um, Anybody like to guess? At the end of the workout? At the end of the workout. Or yeah, shit, got, in the you beginning. You two. Two. That's right. <laughs> two. In the time it takes to do two devil presses in a chipper, there is a difference of 112 places on the leaderboard for a single event test that took three minutes and 20 seconds. 112. And your scoring system is on place finishing total. 20 seconds. The time it takes to do two of the 40 devil presses in the chipper that I have to do. So, for example, the difference between first and second in the chipper, 1635. 25 seconds later, one place away is second. <laughs> <laughs> so between 111 spots. 111 <laughs> place difference 
between a 20-second difference on the row and a 25-second difference. Oh, Chase, that's not fair. That's for, okay, fine, I'll take second place. Here, I'll even do you one better. I'll give you three minutes. Three minutes. Second place was 17. If I gave you three minutes, 60th place, 60 spots. Three minutes, 60 spots difference in the workout five. Three minutes, I only lost 60 places. But in 20 seconds, I lost 111. Look, the difference between second and fifth, 20, 36 seconds, I lost three places. Three. The difference between 10th and 20th is 25 seconds. You guys getting what I'm getting or laying down here? <laughs> You see how screwed up that is? And here's the thing. It was all with good intent. Well, we know the buy-in's worthless, and we don't want to look stupid out here because everybody in, in, anyone in programming any that is at, at getting it now said, don't do buy-ins anymore. Put it at the end. Just include it. But now, when you make it stone event, you made something that is already worthless to begin with in the buy-in count yeah and screw up your leaderboard even more by making it a buy-in you're now making that something that didn't matter make it unnecessarily important and relevant to the competition and it accounted for 18 percent 18 percent of your total competition came down to a row a single or a single modality test you didn't need it you didn't need the row you didn't need six scored events this chipper is great by itself you didn't need the row I and mean, if you want the row in there put it in the middle I, if if they really felt like they needed a row i mean if you if you take just the row itself and you like okay, it's important to have this time domain, and we're we're doing a pull. Like, did they not know what the last event was? <laughs> right, we'll get there. Right, wait, we'll get right. there. No, I know, <laughs> but like, and I, I'm 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 segueing to it a little bit, but like seriously, like, did this is where this is where um, I feel, and I, and I don't know exactly how they put the whole thing together, or who did what things, but. Like the line, you, you you know, as we as programmers, we look at like, okay, what's what have we hit? What do we need to get? What do we need to check the boxes off of? What's that thread that's running through our entire setup? And it just doesn't seem like there's a thread here. It's like everyone's coming up with ideas and just putting them out there because there isn't any sort of continuity, especially when just like what you're saying, they tried to fix the idea of the row. Like, okay, make it count. Um, even though it inadvertently threw a grenade into the leaderboard because it didn't make anything count, it just thrashed everything up. Right. The best choice would be to not include it because you're basically doing it again at the last event. We don't need it. We right. already did 120 feet or 1,200 feet of shuttle runs. Yeah. You already tested that in the previous event. We did double unders in, in a, like, I know you want to throw another monostructural element in there, but why why put it in the beginning at all and f why would you make it its own scored event 
Let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you. Let's let's melt the two together. Now, granted, we've already talked about how you could put that at the end. Okay. If you want to put it at the end, um, if they really felt like they needed to have the row in there, would you see breaking it up throughout event five? Like how how would it be better? Placed? I mean, like do you, yeah, like do you see like, um, like the wall, the like the five wall walks was consistent. Maybe make oh, yeah, it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> As you go through it, you have your movement, you have your wall walks, then you have 15-calorie row. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, and I'm just – I mean, I agree. It doesn't even need to be in, the, in there at all. But then your other options would be like, okay, well, if we, if it is going to be in there because someone was – Okay, where would I like to put there, it? They had, how would you put it? What do you think is best? Having it at the end, which I think is – I like that. Event, at the, um, at the end would be a total dick move, but I'm not opposed to it. But maybe a 500 and 500 at the beginning of the end if you want to put it at the end. But I think it would be the coolest spot to make this chipper extra nasty in length is split it right in the middle of those 100 wall – or those 80 wall ball shots. Yeah. So you have to do yeah. – four. like you're going to – you have to do 40 unbroken now. Yeah. So 40 wall ball shots – thousand meter row and then work your way back down to 40 yeah and so it's like wall ball good row it's you know you can't waste too much time there and you can set it at 320 to 330 it's a 140 to 145 pace like that's hard to hold in the mill like the row matters now see and that's and that's what's that's then the what row matters is trying to figure out What's the why of that event? Why is that there? What are you trying to get by having that there? And whether we put it in the middle, which I think is a, that's, a, that's a super cool idea because it, it's a nice split, especially when you're doing kind of an up and down pyramid sort of style like that to have an offsetted piece. Um, that would be cool. And you still have your, you know, your, the number of wall balls that you want to get in there. But now you can decide to use that row. Yeah. You can use There's strategy the involved. And right. you can, yes, you can use it to your favor. Like if I can row at a 145 pound or 145 pace, 500 meter row pace in the middle of that, I'm going to get time that's worth something, especially if I can get off with enough freshness to hit 40 wall ball shots unbroken again, knowing I'm going to get inverted for five reps before I got to get to the box. It becomes right. a weapon, a tool of fitness. I'd say throw it in the middle. It'd be nasty. Yeah. And two, the devil press wall walks, all these wall walks devil press, like that really favors a smaller athlete. Totally. Less range of motion. That middle wall ball, you row just, wall you ball. You just it up. You, you just flipped it, up. it, right? And so what you could see is you could see these like waves of athletes passing each other beginning, middle to end. Everyone gets theirs in this workout. I think this yeah. a question is uh, what Elise said. Oh, uh, no. She was asking about um, putting some more time. Between. What are your thoughts on that? No, because you still have the row as its own event. It's still a problem. It's not even the buy-in related anymore. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I answered that. It's, it's not needed. It's not yeah. needed. You don't, you don't need to test. It, it would be it, – it's not needed. One, because of modality, single modality and how they play into an online qualifier like this. But if we look at the whole thing as we move into the next event, you'll mm -hmm. see that you don't need it. Right. But because we basically repeat it. Yes. Time frame and everything. Yes. Yes. All right. So if, if we want to play the game of, oh, just do this and we just like don't take it out to put it in the middle.
if you want to yeah. keep the row in there. And then you've got a great weightlifting, monostructural, gymnastic, well-balanced, long, 20-plus-minute chipper. Done. Done. All right. So that's four and five. Let's move to the final one. And this is exactly what Bill's talking about. The row time, three minutes and three to three thirty sprint effort time frame. 30, 20, 10, deadlifts, toes bar, the deadlift weight is 185 and 135. The time frame of your top best scores are three to three thirty. It's the same time frame. It's the same type of test. <laughs> it's a hinge pull core max effort sprint. Like this is this is the the stamp or the nail in the coffin of why that row test did not need to be in there at all. Yeah. Because you we're gonna test those people here. You're gonna I test mean, that time frame here. Now we have two at, of them. Look at the weight that they used. 185, 135? Unbroken or bust. Like, full send. Yeah. Full send. That's what this is gonna be. It's gonna be someone killing it on the row. They're gonna be doing the exact same thing here. And they may even get offered like $7,100 for doing two minutes and 39 seconds of work or whatever that one dude said he was going to do. Yeah. Did you see that? Hiller was going to get that oh, guy. Oh, I saw that. Fuck that guy. What a so bitch. So funny. What? So funny. You, and you are. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it when the pot gets high enough. All, you yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. That, such whatever a, your name is. I'm not even going to say your name. I've already forgotten your name. That's how much you matter. But you're a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to throw that out there right now. <laughs> I like uh, gosh, Lee Hiller. That was great. Good. That was, I love that. It was, it was awesome. It was it great. It was awesome. Yeah. It was so transparent. Yeah. I mean, I love that he, he, he if you guys haven't seen his show, go, go watch that episode. And you know, what? I felt so bad because, like, on Hiller, when he's talking on Instagram, he's like, you look silly. And I was like, what do you mean, silly? This dude is a <laughs> bitch. He goes, I can't say bitch on Instagram where I get like, Shadow ban. Yeah. I'm like, fine. Yeah. I'll say it on the podcast. Whatever your name was with your fake ass <laughs> toes of our deadlift, you're a bitch. Now back to the programming. Uh, this test by itself, full send couplet. Okay. Yeah. It's nasty. It's almost the same effort you would have to do for a max effort thousand meter row. As you said, Bill. <laughs> I like this event. <laughs> I do too. I, I would it, almost say it, I would it's almost say it's too light. One eighty-five. I almost think it's too light. I think it's worse that it's that light. Yeah, it's like doing no lighter frame, right? Than to go unbroken. But here's this: the question that we started with: well, who is this group it, we're trying to get there? Games right, right, athletes, right. games level athletes can do this at two twenty-five unbroken the whole time through. Totally. And it would be a nasty, nasty anaerobic test. I think with 185, it almost encourages poor movement. Well, because everybody can do it unbroken, the, so now you have to blur the line to not lose by 20 seconds in 67 places. The online judging for this would be really bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right? uh, we we see people's shoulders get short mm -hmm. on 225, and that's when there's a little bit of weight behind it. Like this, the the bounce and the the rapid. I'm going back down forward. That forward hinge. Mm -hmm. It would be really hard to judge. I, I think it's. I think it's just interesting the fact that the weight that's picked. I. I mean, you're gonna have a lot of people going unbroken. Cross the says the winner, the intermediate, put 157. Cool. 
shit. <laughs> but it's one of those where um, it's so light and knowing the ramifications of losing seconds in this event are, are massive, just like the 1,000-meter row. I think it, it encourages too much no, it does. getting outside the realms of testing the fittest and more who can move the fastest. Like This is like programming Fran. Yeah, and and again, if you are a if you have a if you're a a shorter person with a shorter range of motion, you are going to smash this versus someone that's six foot tall. I wouldn't have a chance. And you could even, I mean, I think with, the, uh, with that white with that change the weight. weight being that light, change the weight. It's too light. It's way too it's, light. Sixty yeah. reps. Well, we did it. We did two twenty five in the open. There's no heavyweight in this in this online qualifier. None. None that matters. None. None that matters. 225 adds a more adds much more of a fitness element to this test versus a speed element. I don't know why the fact that we had 225 in the open and 155 in the open. Yeah. Like we should never go lighter than that. <laughs> we had we had a 110 rep test. Yeah. Right, wasn't it? 110? Yeah, 1 to 10 and back down. 1 to yeah. 10 back to 1. That's 110. Yeah. <clears throat> but we can't do 60? And here's the thing. I love the opposing movement patterns. Barbell, hinge, pull, anterior core, crunch with the toes to bar. 60-60, great. Full send, start to finish, sprint test. You get that sub five-minute one that we've already had. <laughs> That is also right. a hinge pull core <laughs> monostructural <laughs> test. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah, change the weight. Change the weight. I like the event, though. Right. I like the event. And change so here's the, the thing is like, these are all these little things that we did here, but like huge, like little, I would say little tweaks, but big misses. Massive implications on the miss. The implications of the, of the row scoring system huge yeah. huge right and and what it did is like it ruined the workout like okay well i guess i have to send the row because i don't want to lose 75 places yeah and now what is that going to do to my actual test of fitness on here you you made me do something that it was not you know and that's and that's different than say the buy-in row from jackie pro of the games those times were doable Easily doable. You just couldn't loaf it. Well, oh. and you you only had you didn't get penalized. Twenty athletes at that time. <laughs> exactly. And you also you know, had you didn't fifteen have events, three hundred or thousands or whatever. Right. You also had fifteen events to to do a single test on. You had six here. And and even with the rant, like it's not to say that a single a that a row test is a bad test. No. Yeah, as a test. Right. It just matters how you put it, where you put it, when you put it. And here it's not the time to have that appropriate test, especially, geez, oh, man, when you back it right up to a, a test where you're actually trying to test some well-rounded fitness, like you can't anymore because you had people full send Yeah. because that's the only place they're going to get points. And any coach that was looking at this would have been like, all right, well – I mean, I would, I, I do that with athletes all the time. It's like, okay, where are you going to make your money on this one? Right. You got to go big here. So you got to go big here because over here you can kind of loaf it a little bit. You only lose five spots. You loaf it over here, you're losing 150. 100. Spots. 100. 
He didn't even loaf. Like he went a three fifteen. Yeah. Like that's not loafing. <laughs> no, no. That's a one thirty seven pace. And you got a hundred. <laughs> okay. Let's review. As we look at this in its total, we've had six total weightlifting movements, four of which were a hinge pull version. All right, you had the hang power snatch and workout one. You had the clean and jerks from the floor and workout two. You had the devil presses in workout five, and you had the deadlifts in workout six. You only had, you had three squats. You had the overhead squats in workout one. You had the wall ball shots in workout two. And then the, I don't I guess the cleans could have ended up in a squat. Probably yeah, not. but I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say that it, that it was a squat because, I mean, they're trying. No. If you had to, you weren't getting very yeah, many. Yeah, yeah. That's clean. That's powers. All that. I, that's powers. Yeah. But the, the, at the weights at which you could utilize your strengths, you didn't get to maximize that, anyways. Okay. Overhead, we had the jerk on the clean and jerk press on the wall ball shot, and I said press out for the uh, double press. Some of these combo movements in here. Gymnastics, we had seven. We had three pull. We had the chin over bar pull up, the chest bar pull up, and the bar muscle up. I know they're all three gymnastics, but they are all three different gymnastics movements. We had two push, burpees off the floor. Wall walk is a pushing movement from the floor. Burpee, burpee. Mm, little redundancy Very there. Very close. Very close. Two jumping movements. Jumping over the bar for the bar facing burpee. Jumping over the box for the box jump over. Figured we learned our lesson from the open, but I guess not. And then a core movement, which is the toes to bar. Modest structure, we had run, row, double under, time domains. Workout one, nine minutes. Workout two, 14 minutes. Workout three, six to seven minutes. Workout four, three to three and a half minutes. Workout five was like 14 to 17 minutes um, because the row time was part of the overall time yeah. thing, which is another weird um, combo. And then another Believe three to three and a half exact time frame there. So... Two time frames that were exactly the same, 1, 7, 1, 14, 6 to 7, right? Nothing really over 20 minutes, right? So we didn't really have a long test, even if you added the row in there. It still right. didn't as, add, as written. add to something north of 20. We had a single modality test, three couplets, one triplet, and one chipper between the six. That's a decent balance. Um, again, but like single modality tests in a... Short event format like this, I think, is unnecessary. Depending, like, since it's a one-off format. <clears throat> but okay, so event one: light barbell cycling, low skill double unders. Event two: light barbell cycling, low skill burpees. Event three: high volume gymnastic cycling, shuttle runs. Event four: thousand meter row sprint. And then probably the best programmed event of all of it was this chipper in event five, which had a little bit of everything, which I liked. It's great. And then event five or six, which is the light barbell cycling and gymnastics, which was the same as time frame as event four and same light barbell cycling as one and two. Good so, times. All right. Good times. 
Now, with that uh, being said, this isn't a well-balanced overall test of fitness. No. This, I think, caters the- to a very specific type of athlete, which is that smaller, decent work capacity, sprint-style athlete. Someone who can cycle a bar well, has decent to above average conditioning, because you can't, like, fake a row or a chipper like that, but like the other ones, the, the big, strong guys, let me go through this. Let me see who. Totals. Fabian Benito, John Wood, Travis Benton, Matt Poulin. Okay, Luke Parker. Luke Parker looks big, but he's not a big guy. Yeah. Castle Gamblebark, because there's a row in there. <laughs> the thing is that we also don't have like a full field of big boys here to play. But I would, I'd like to see this overall size of these. I mean, everyone, every good crossfitter now is five eight, five nine, buck ninety five. That hasn't changed, right? <clears throat> but the strongest athletes didn't get their test, and if they did get the thousand meter row thrown to them, the way it was scored, like ruin the rest of their like they had to do something outside of what they would normally do to even get anything <sighs> okay a lot <laughs> i'm trying to i'm trying to phrase this the right way there's a lot of things in here that were almost right there change the format on workout 2 Move the row, add weight on the uh, deadlifts. Simple fixes if you're looking at your overall plan. But I, 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 and I really, I love, I love event three. I love event five. Like, I like both of those events. I think that they're, I, I like the way they're scheduled, they're, they're programmed. I like what they are. But there is no, continuity or consistency of the programming all the way through and so i know historically speaking that there's been this conglomerate of programmers that come up and do like so-and-so does this event and so-and-so does this event and so-and-so does that event but when you look at this like there are glaring holes glaring holes like routinely i've seen heavy weight being moved at wadapalooza yeah, yeah. Do we remember the so, MIA barbell complex? Right. <laughs> so, like, if we if we are trying to qualify athletes to that, how did we didn't get those athletes? No, at those no, athletes no were point. not vetted here. And and not to say like just like you were saying, you know, being a shorter range of motion athlete doesn't mean you're not a powerful athlete, and you can have no. some decent power output in that short range. Um, but we didn't test the strong athlete. The, the strength of these athletes was not tested. The endurance of these athletes was tested. The capacity, the volume capacity was tested over and over again. Yeah. Certain time domains were tested over and over again. Um, but it just, there was, there was no, it, this was like programmed in a vacuum. Here's event three and I write it up and I just send it in. No, with no comparison of, 
all right, well, why don't you do this sort of event and you guys do this sort of event so that there's some sort of, of well-roundedness to it. There just isn't. And even though the fixes, the fixes, the, <laughs> the, the options that we gave, we'll call them fixes, yeah. um, simple adjustments completely changed what the outlook of the qualifier would have been. Completely changed. The way that the, the, where the, where the weights would have counted when we change the weight on event number two, changing where the row is, if you're so hell bent on having to have that row in there, changing where that row goes so that now it actually counts mm-hmm. for a piece. And it's, and as it's being counted, it's counted appropriately on the leaderboard because it's included with some other stuff. Yeah. Um, increasing the weight on the, on the, on the last event. You make those few changes. Yeah. In this entire competition, this entire qualifying competition is 100% different. Yeah. And 100% better. Yeah. All they had to do was ask. All they had to do True. Was Kenneth but I, says Luke Parker is big. No, he's not. <laughs> Dude, have you ever seen Jason Kalipa? Jason Kalipa is a, is a moose. Okay, I don't mean like so, height-wise. Luke Parker we is... Are, we are taller than most... Than most Luke crosses. Parker is big when you look at CrossFitters. Luke Parker is like 5'11", 205. Yeah. When you think about big people, if the number doesn't start with a six, you are not a big person. No. <laughs> if you're 5'11 in CrossFit, you're Godzilla. I get it. <laughs> it's not a knock on Luke. I'm just saying, like, he looks huge. <laughs> but he's not a Dan big Bailey. dude. Dan Bailey looks huge, too. Right. I think, yeah, so does Rich Froning. Yeah. <laughs> like, these people look big. Jason Kaliba is 5'10", 215. Like, they're the same, like, you know. He's not short. He's just, like, girthy. Yeah. So, it's not a slight on him. I'm just saying. It's like, yeah. God knows what I would look like on the competition floor. I mean, Brent Fikowski looks huge, and he's he's 6'3". Like, Brent Fikowski is a big dude. That's yeah. a big dude. Yeah. Asia Barto is a big dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know? if you're under six foot you are not a big person you may like be muscularly big but like i don't know walk around a, a walk around big a person college big sports campus they, like yeah big personality walk into an nfl <laughs> locker room and then tell me what you think a big person is go to the rogue invitational and stand next to the strongman and then tell me who you think a big person is <laughs> right stand next to brian shaw i was like oh my god they make people as big as you. Yeah. All right. So we have come to the end here to our element 26 thumb tape review. We do it out of two thumbs. We use one point, whatever <sighs> you or me. Um, wow. I don't remember. Uh, mm. I'll go. I'll go. Okay. Um, I'm going with a half a thumb. Okay. Uh, some individual good events. I, I like the way some of them are programmed. Um, I think that it is a miss on what they're, what they tried to do as far as, uh, who they actually qualified in. And depending on what the actual events at Wadapalooza are going to look like, you're going to have some athletes that are not able to move certain objects because you didn't vet any sort of strength at all. Yeah. Um, the, it wasn't uh, overall, it wasn't balanced. 
there were glaring holes. Um, and then the, the continuity and the understanding of the other events that are in there to know like, okay, well, should I make it this way or that way? It didn't seem to be there. The, the idea of the, we already talked in, in depth about the row, but the fact that you have event four and event six, virtually identical. Yeah. One is on a machine and the other one is using barbells, but it's the exact same thing. Cause in the old days, the scale, if you didn't have a rower back in the day was like sumo deadlift high pull. You're basically pulling <laughs> off the ground. Yeah. It's the yeah, same yeah. thing we're doing here. So like there were just, the misses that they had were like small. They ended up inadvent- inadvertently becoming big mistakes, even though it was a slight fix to, to to fix it. It would take nothing to fix it. Yeah, but it ended up being a gargantuan miss. Yeah, yeah. I you said a half point five. Yeah, yeah. The, and you're right. And the, the hardest part when analyzing this is that just exactly what you said. There's nothing, there's no major technical flaws in here, but they just have massive implications. I mean, it's not 150 GHDs. It's not yeah. that. It's not like you don't know what the heck 180, you're programming. 180. Or 180. Yeah. <laughs> I, went, I, I went light. I, I blanked it out of the amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> But um, it wasn't like you don't know what the hell you're doing. Yeah. But it just it just seems haphazard. It just seemed accidental rather than this is a well planned out, well programmed. Now, did the qualifiers use multiple different people to program, or are they doing that for the finals? I I was I was under the impression, and I I I couldn't pull any something up right now, but I was under the impression that. They had uh, teams of, of people, yeah. programmers, right, right. That that did everyone did an event for the qualifiers. They, they've done that the last couple of years. They've done that in the qualifiers. They've done it for the uh, the actual event. Too. I think this is what I see here. You see reps dis- distributed or weights just a little off that don't match with the other five, or there's some redundancy in the barbell lightweight cycling. I think what I see here is some things that probably didn't get vetted enough with enough testing. Right? I'm not yeah. sure how much testing went into these. I know they did filming, right? but filming a demo video and doing an actual test of it. I just don't see how someone could go through a workout too and say it's a balanced test to get make the later bars matter. I don't see that. I don't, I don't see – I see the weights and the final one – Maybe it was like, hey, we want to make this more accessible to a demographic taking this test between Elite and RX. But the difference between Elite and RX these days is so small. Yeah. That you used a weight that we didn't even use in the open when we had people that could barely RX this for almost nearly half the repetitions in a workout time frame that was the same that you already tested in a bind that didn't need to be there in the first place. So, oh, I don't want to do this. I think 0.5 was generous. I'll just give this a break even nil. There's, there's, too many, there's too many flaws in here for an event that's been around this long for the people that they're bringing to to have these kind of mistakes. Yeah. I think we're at a time now to, to put our big boy pants on, big girl pants on, 
and realize that we need to do better. And we're not saying you had to change the entire thing. You just had to, I mean, we talked it out. Like we haven't talked about this until we got on the podcast and we just talked it out in an hour. Yeah. In an hour. Change the format for workout too. That's how you test strength. We agree. Yet you didn't allow the strength to matter. Like your three and a half minute test that you did twice accounted for a third of your competition points. A third. I don't know. They got they got the they got the half a thumb for event three and event five because I like those two events. Like literally, oh, yeah. that's why they got that. You know what I mean? Like okay. I, all right, all I, right. I I no, and I'm not trying to take away your nil. I'm no, because I feel nil, bad. I, like I it's not it. a worthless event. Like the people that qualify, like you are clearly good at CrossFit and better than I am, obviously. But like better than everybody that you're testing yourself. But it wasn't a balanced test to show like when you get there. You got tested for this field, as you said. Yeah. Right? You're ready to compete against CrossFit athletes. You that got tested in this format, you're not ready. <laughs> not if, not if the programming is going to be like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not if yeah. the programming is going to be like it's been. And I've liked the yeah. programming at Wadapalooza. Yeah. They do great stuff. Terrible, nasty tests. Pig yeah. flips and barbell complexes and swimming and sandbag cleans and curls and carries. Like, you didn't get tested to get ready for that. Not here. I'll give it a half. No, I'll give it point four because I don't like it as my um, point four. <laughs> point four. How many tests were there? How many tests were there? There are six scored tests. Okay, take that into thirds. I liked event one. I did not like event two. I liked event three. I did not like event four. I liked event five. I'm going to flip someone off. 30. Oh, shit. That's a one. Mm. Point four. Done. Sold. All right. Done. 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 Sorry that took so long. Zero was. <laughs> zero wasn't. Eh, that wasn't nice. Things got tested. I liked some of the events. I'm programming that chipper for sure. Great. Loved it. Loved it. I didn't flip anybody off. I put my other finger down. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a disclaimer in there, I think. Yeah. Ah, I'm going to flip oh, someone oh, off. Nope, nope, there. nope. Move these around. I got Move you. I got you. I All got right, you. everybody. Thanks for joining the show today. Next or this coming Thursday, we will have our CrossFit Journal Book Club edition right. as we go through the Glassman Chipper. Let me see if I have this available. I can type in the chat that you guys already have. Here's the PDF that we're going with. The title is Hall of Fame Workouts. And it was very Ooh. interesting to see what they put in there. Very interesting. Because 20 years ago, the way we looked at a lot of our benchmark tests, we look at differently as, as our community has evolved with the training. Mm -hmm. And I think we may need to go back and look at what really is what was their Hall of Fame workouts 20 years ago? Maybe, maybe we'll answer the question of what do we think they are? Well, I think we'll have to come do we up need We'll have to come up against that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Do we need to maybe like substitute one? Modernize one? I think, I think that we may do that. I think we may do that. So be on the lookout when we drop that time. It will be on Thursday. These chipper things have been awesome as we navigate our way through the CrossFit Journal. Here's a great one. Let's close this out on a positive note because I opened it, opened it with a negative one. There's a guy in the United Kingdom. Let me see if I can find his name really quickly. 
I believe his name is Philip. Uh, sent Patrick. Sorry. P, close. Patrick. He signed up for his level one because of our CrossFit Journal episodes. Oh, dang. And no way. then he wants to eventually open up his own affiliate. He's in the UK. Of all places. Hell yeah, that's so, awesome. Patrick, good on you, dude. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. That's very cool. Positive note. So if you guys want some inspiration, some joy, some positive talk, join us on Thursday. Till then, you guys have a great rest of your weekend or week as we march towards the weekend. And have a terrific Tuesday. Bye, everybody.